Hi, I'm Sharon Davis, Chief Executive at Young Enterprise. Our second series of Enterprising Mindsets shines a spotlight on female founders. For today's episode, I'm joined by Taylor Evans and her mentor, Alison Muir. Taylor was the Managing Director for Envirotent, who won the Young Enterprise Company of the Year 2020 and went on to represent the UK at the European Finals. Since then, she's joined the Young Enterprise Alumni National Board, where she's helping to build the YE Alumni Network. Taylor's 17 and is currently applying to universities where she hopes to study business management. Alison Muir was the mentor for Taylor and the rest of the Enviro Tent team. She's an incredibly experienced and long-standing volunteer for Young Enterprise. She's busy and a highly successful woman in her own right. She's head of procurement at Dunnell, a top UK homewares retailer. Since joining the company three years ago, she's built and transformed procurement to influence all areas of the Dunnell business. Taylor and Alison, welcome to Enterprising Mindsets. Thanks, Sharon. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us, Sharon. Oh, I'm excited to speak to such a winning combination. So let's begin. Let's jump in with Taylor. So uh, let's ask you a little bit about Envirotent. How did you come up with the idea for Envirotent? Yeah, so it's quite a strange idea, I think. Um, so we went through a lot of different ideas really in the beginning. And it was really challenging, actually, to try and come up with an idea that we felt was unique enough and good enough to allow us to make a big impact on society and the environment. And then being young people, we thought about the activities young people participate in and how we could improve these for the benefit of all. And we were kind of just researching into ideas and discovered how damaging tents were from festivals. And then we thought about ideas and how we could improve this. And the idea just came from there, really. And how did you come to know and work with Alison? Yeah, so Alison has been a business advisor for young enterprise teams at my school for a while, I think now. Um, and she's known our teacher for a while. So she just kind of joined us and was really helpful. Brilliant. And Alison, the current day job is 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 pretty big job. So tell us a little bit more about being head of procurement at Don Elm. I like to think of it as being chief shopper for Don Elm, Sharon. Oh, I love I just, that. I love that. I just don't. I just don't get to buy very uh, exciting things, really. But um, it's it's a great way of um, seeing learning all about your own business and seeing it and to lots of other businesses as well. So I really enjoy it. And head of procurement does that literally mean you are your what chief buyer or what? What does that mean? Yeah, so we're responsible for buying all the things for, for Dunelm that we don't sell on to customers, but that helps the Dunelm machine keep running. So things like uh, from stationery and uniform to IT systems, marketing agencies, all those sorts of things. So that's why over the last three years, you just, you've transformed that procurement process. It's fair to say there was no sort of purchasing people involved in those uh, before. It was all the stakeholders doing it. We've just brought, um, I'd like to think, a level of professionalism and, and looking to drive real value for Dunelm. And how long have you been a Young Enterprise business mentor for? About five years. Um, I think this is the sixth team that I'll have been involved in. So, Taylor, we talk about the major barriers uh, that the Rose Review identified that that women face um, in terms of female entrepreneurship. And one of them is access to relatable role models and mentors. Has a young woman who was the MD of your YE business, what's your view on access to relatable role models and how important do you think it is? Yeah, so I've been really lucky, actually, to have a lot of access to inspiring female role models in business, both during and after the company programme. However, there are still a lot of women who don't have that. And I do agree, it can actually be very challenging for women to find a business mentor that they can find similarities in. And whilst there are plenty of incredible business mentors out there, I do feel there's a lack of female mentors. And that's really quite a shame because it's important for young women to be able to look up to strong females they can be inspired by 
So I think it's really somewhere we're, where we're lacking it and it could really be improved. And staying with you, t- Taylor, what would your advice be to, you know, we've got young women, thousands of young women who are setting out on their young enterprise journey or starting companies elsewhere. What would your advice be to make the most of your mentor or business advisor? For the business mentors and advisors are honestly such an incredible asset. They have so much experience and knowledge to offer. So I think you should always be trying to make the most of them. And I think one way to do that is just learning from them by watching them and how they act in a business environment. Because then you're kind of observing and you can learn for yourself. But also just keeping them involved, letting them know what you're doing and just asking for advice when you need it. Because they'll have so many connections as well. They can put you in contact with. So if you don't tell them what you're up to, they won't be able to put you onto those people who can help you grow. And that's really interesting. You're, you're kind of you're kind of touching on leading into their own networks as well, aren't you? Being able to access their networks to help your business grow. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so important for who you know. I've really found that recently. It is really important who you know. Alison, as head of procurement at Dunelm, very senior role for the company, have you has there been skills or insights you've learned through mentoring that you've then taken back into the business? Absolutely, Sharon. The you know the things that um, you see in building a business um, isn't not necessarily something you'd see just in your own role. So learning things like, you know, buying a barcode and making sure it's unique so that a retailer doesn't scan it and thinks it's a tin of beans when it should have been the product that you, you know, your team's invented. Social media tools that allow you to schedule posts. Those aren't things that I would ever have um, thought of before, but I've learned as being part of a mentor uh, for young enterprise. But, you know, really at the heart of it all is the skills of coaching, mentoring and trying to motivate teams um, are, are great skills to to learn um, for any kind of leadership role now or in the future. And just actually touching on what you talked about there about scheduling posts, and it strikes me that there are many opportunities for us to learn so much from young people, culture, influencing, marketing, um, the recruitment and retention of Gen Z, to, to name just a few examples. Some people would call this reverse mentoring. What's your view on its potential benefits to influence senior roles in companies? Um, I mean, it's a great opportunity. Businesses like Dunelm are constantly carrying out customer research through focus groups, reviewing customer sentiment, looking at reviews. By getting involved in young enterprise, you can really get direct access to understanding what's important to young people today. And if nothing else, it really drives making young people think about Dunelm or any, any corporate business as, a, as something that they might want to do in the future and make a, a destination that people would love to work for. Mm. Mm. And, and Taylor, what's your view on the contribution that young women early on in their careers can can make to support the professional development of women in senior roles? Yeah, I think young people can especially bring a fresh set of eyes to a business. While they may lack the experience that more senior workers have, I think because they haven't been in that formal job and structure, they may have a bit more flexibility in their ideas and think outside the box a bit more. So I think they really can help see things from a different perspective that maybe the more senior workers don't do as much. Well, I have first-hand experience of that. I have a 17-year-old young man at home and he um, he formulated my first TikTok at the end of my sponsored walk. And I had no idea what to do, but he was just brilliant. And I, I just think this whole thing about, you know, uh, expression, communication, you know, this, it's changing, marketing, it's changing so fast. And I think you're, you're absolutely right. We've got a lot to learn there from, from young people. Um, Taylor, again, you know, f- for lots of young women, the thought of founding a business, um, it just is not accept- accessible as a concept, really, never mind as a possibility. W- what made you believe that this was possible and, w- and what can we learn from that? Yeah, so I think believing in yourself is really the key factor in determining your success. 
And for me, something that really motivated me and encouraged me was having those around me put their time and resources into me. Because then it's almost like they've got faith in you and you feel like you can do it. And then when you get to those hurdles, you don't give up straight away because you've got all this backing behind you. And you kind of feel like you can't let these people down. You have to keep going. So I think that's a really good way to make people feel things are possible by having encouragement from others and having them put their faith in you. So when you don't believe in yourself as much, you've got others there to build up that faith for you. You've got the backing of your community, really. You've got your your, your network backing you. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. And and. And Alison, I, I guess as a leader of people, you'll have a team um, with you at, at Donelm during a you know a very uncertain time. I know Donelm are doing very well at the moment. Are there any tips that you could share about tools you've used as a as a female leader to steady yourself that we all might benefit from? You know, in times of uncertainty. For me, the the biggest thing was to focus on the things you can control and not worry about the things you can't. You know, making sure you're looking after your own well being as as well as your team. So you know. Are you getting the sleep? Are you doing some exercise? Getting involved in something like Young Enterprise where you're being able to give back and all those things make you, you know, feel can feel good about yourself and, and your, how important your family is to you. Just try and make a difference every day. That's how I certainly have looked at it for myself and my team. It's a question I ask most guests on Enterprising Mindsets and I'm going to ask each of you, I'm going to come to you first, Taylor. What does an enterprising mindset mean to you personally? I think an enterprising mindset for me, is seeing and desiring more than others think is possible. I think being an entrepreneur is always looking for something bigger. And when people think it's impossible, you're there formulating ways to do this. So I think it's always continuing to work towards your goals, whether people back that and think it's possible or not. And it's about showing this resilience and commitment and also passion for what you want to do and achieve. Fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Alison, what's your view on an enterprising mindset? Yeah, I mean, I'd agreed with everything that Taylor says, but building on it a little bit, it's, it's about thinking creatively. It's about using all the resources that you've got available to you to, to maximise your opportunities. Think big and be ambitious, just as, as Taylor says. And, and I think one of the most important things is when you're chasing those opportunities, you focus on how you can achieve something and not focusing on what the barriers are that are going to stop you. Oh, well, that brings me, I guess, to a couple of the cultural barriers that the Rose Review uh, identified affecting women thinking of starting a business there were there were two that, that they outlined one of them was that women typically have a higher risk awareness than that than men um and it's they're 55 percent more likely than men uh, this was in the survey to cite fear of going it alone as a primary reason for not starting a business and also there's this thing about self-belief uh, there's a perceived gap in ability um, only 39 percent of women confident in their capabilities to start a business compared to 55 percent of men so I'm going to come to to you first Alison as a woman in who very successful in your own right do you think there's attitudes to risk and self-belief are barriers to women progressing regardless of industry uh, absolutely I mean we really need to try and instill some confidence in women and make them believe in themselves encourage them to be bolder our company and other companies I'm sure, we really look to address this by developing a learning culture so that you're using recognition and awards to, to encourage people and support them. You know, Taylor touched on the fact that she felt really supported um, and that's how she could drive herself forward. So creating that supportive environment, encouraging people, challenging them, making them really believe in themselves and giving them opportunities to shine. Um, and, and fundamentally, having some great examples of behaviour within your own workplace is a great way of doing it. 
And I guess as well, it's listening out to the language, isn't it? When a woman kind of says, well, it wasn't me, it was my team. And, you know, actually it's, it's kind of getting, you know, females to really take on their achievements for their own a lot more. Absolutely. That happens in one-to-ones and in personal development reviews and just making people recognise that they've been the they've made it happen, they've done the contribution. But you're right, there's a lot of team language, I think. And Taylor, as as part of a Young Enterprise Entrepreneurship Programmes, you'll know uh, because you've been part of that journey yourself this time last year. Thousands of young women are starting their own student businesses. Um, They'll be on that journey uh, right now. Many of our alumni are keen to carry on with their entrepreneurial ideas. What tips would you give young people starting their business right now? I think starting a business is such an exciting and amazing opportunity to be able to do. So I think when you're starting a business, you really need to make sure, because you're going to have to commit to it a lot, that it's something that you're really passionate about and that excites you and you want to wake up every day to work towards this. Because if you don't have that factor of excitement and passion for it, it will be quite difficult to motivate yourself. So I think that's, for me, a really key thing to have. And also just getting yourself in that mindset that you can do it and as Alison said earlier, not focusing on the barriers, but focusing beyond that on your goal and your future and vision. I think that's just such a great way to get yourself in that mindset and really considering starting a business. Earlier in the week, we asked some young women whether they had any questions for you, which they did. And I'm going to go to Alison first. Um, as an experienced business mentor, how do you come up with a good idea or how do you encourage the group to think of coming up with a good idea? I think it's getting them to talk about the things they're passionate about. Um, Taylor mentioned, you know, they were they were really passionate about the environment, brainstorming, challenging them to everybody come with three ideas. Um, no idea being a bad idea because actually it can spark an amazing idea. That idea itself might not be the one, but the but it then leads on to to another one. So it's it's just um, making everybody think about it, think about what they're passionate about, where they see problems. Um, that they could solve and that's how we get a great brainstorm going. And I suppose you're kind of setting a culture there, aren't you, that you said straight away, no no idea is a bad idea. It's setting a culture of learning, isn't it, and valuing each other. Absolutely. And and just, you know, not being a, a lot of young people are very self-conscious, aren't they? We're trying to get, get rid of that and, and create that supportive atmosphere where people can really make contributions and not be worried about what people think about them. Mm. And I guess that's where innovation comes from is iteration, isn't it? It's kind of developing that idea further and further. And Taylor, here's a question for you from young women who are on that journey, similar to yourself. You've been on it. Do you have any tips on how to persevere when facing challenges on that journey? Yeah, I think it's really difficult, honestly, when people are young to keep going because they'll have a lot of the commitments around that they've got to do. And then kind of trying to manage the business as well is quite difficult. But I think, as I mentioned earlier, it really is just looking for the future And I find it really beneficial if I write down before I start the Young Enterprise journey, I write down all my goals and what I want to achieve. So then when you do lack that motivation and you're struggling and wondering if this business is the right thing to do, you can look back and reflect on how excited you were at the beginning and just remind yourself of what you set out to do. And I think that's just the best way to persevere. That's brilliant. So you kind of got your touchstones to come back to when when things are really hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. What's 2020 taught you that might be helpful to the rest of us? I think the biggest um, lesson I've taken from it is that we're stronger together, that by, you know, keeping working together and and supporting each other, we get good outcomes. And you just need to make sure it's been super flexible and agile. Um, 
so that all the things that have hit us, we've been able to react to and 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 make a change, be open to the ideas, and and be open to that I- that idea of change. And it goes back to what you've just said before about that learning culture, that supportive culture, community network. It really important. Thank you, Taylor. What's your views on twenty twenty in terms of what it's, what it's taught you that might help us? Yeah, I think twenty twenty for me, it's been quite a strange year because obviously we've had the pandemic, but also. In the midst of that, I've had this amazing opportunity to do Young Enterprise. So I think really for me, it's taught me that even in the bad situations, there are so many positives that you can find and real good things that can happen that would just take you on something that you never expected. So it's always just keeping that positive mindset and looking for new opportunities. That's what it's really taught me. And what a way to end. Thank you so much to the both of you, Alison and Taylor. Thank you for your support. Alison, you are a fantastic volunteer. Taylor, we're incredibly proud of you as an alumna. Uh, Thank you so much. We wish you both all the very best for, for 2021. Thank you for joining us on Enterprising Mindsets. Thanks, Sharon. Thank you. Enterprising Mindsets is a podcast by Young Enterprise. If you'd like to hear more, please do subscribe via your favorite podcast app.